this week as we're, as we're talking about the more of God and talking about encounters with the Lord and how Paul said, you know, he just wanted to know God. He wanted to know him and, and all of his, you know, splendor and all of his glory. He wanted to have this fellowship with him, and it was a deeper fellowship. And a lot of times, you know, we are in fellowship with God. Don't get me wrong, but I just want to encourage you, there's more, right? There's more than what is just, you know, right now. And it's this constant pursuit of the more that I believe that Paul was saying is that I'm not just satisfied with right now because he even talked about the fact that he says, I haven't attained it yet, but I'm pressing towards the mark. So he was letting us know that, hey, I haven't arrived yet, right? And I just want to say that we haven't arrived yet. There's still more. There's more that the Lord will uncover and reveal to us. There's so much more. And then even when we're in heaven with him, there'll be even greater revelation. You know, sometimes we rack our brain here on earth going, why did that happen? Why was this? And what happened there? And why didn't this play out? And this and that. But guess what? There's going to be a moment, come on, when you're face-to-face with him, and he's going to let you know that's why that happened. And you're going to be like, oh. Right? But one of the things you can do now is just say, you know what, God, your will be done. Because I don't understand it. I don't fully understand it. But your thoughts are higher than my thoughts. You already foreknew this. You, you already saw this happening. And so you, you know what's going to happen, and you know that, and you always keep me, right, from stumbling. You keep me from harm. So I trust you. God, you're in control. And so, um, you know, we just have to remember that too. But one of the things uh, um, I just want to share again in Philippians 3.10, I want to read it to you again um, in, let's see here, sorry, let me get back to the scripture. It's in uh, Philippians 10, and I want you to read, I want you to hear this, and I like reading it in the message. Hallelujah. Listen to what he says. He says, I gave up all that interior stuff. (laughs) I love this. (laughs) So I could know Christ personally, right? Isn't that good? So that's the more. It's when we give up all the inferior stuff, he said. The inferior stuff, the stuff that doesn't matter, the stuff that we put so much attention on. Like, literally, I was looking at something, and I said, does that matter to you, Lord? Like, like, does that matter to you? Because we think it does, but guess what? That's, That's religion. Religion is man's way of getting to God. And so we put together our scripts, our agendas, our programs, our organizations, our systems, because that's good for us. And we, are we asking ourselves, is that what you want, God? Is that going to draw me and draw man closer to you, God? Right? So listen to what Paul said. He says, I gave up all that inferior stuff. He gave all that up. He said, so I could know Christ personally, experience his resurrection power, come on, be a partner. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) 
Don't you love that we get to partner with the Holy Spirit? We get to partner with Jesus and Father God. We get to partner. Whoa. That's what miracles are. You partnered with God. That's what the signs and the wonders are. You're partnering with him. Why do you think Jacob wrestled, right? That word wrestled means that he engaged. Come on. Jacob was engaging with God. He's like, I'm not going to let go till you bless me. Jacob went for the more of God, so much more that he had a limp to prove it. Come on. Anybody got a limp to prove that you've been going deeper with the Lord? Come on. You got a limp to prove that you've gone after the more? Oh, my gosh. Be a partner in his suffering and go all the way with him to death itself. He says, I'm going to go all the way to death itself, meaning I'm going to die to self. I'm going to go there. I'm going to die to self. Come on. If there was any way to get in on the resurrection from the dead, I wanted to do it. I'm not saying that I have this all together. This, I love this. He's not saying he has it all together, right? Because sometimes, oh, man, you're uber spiritual. <laughs> you're, you're like, you know, you're on a whole nother level. No, I'm on the level that the Lord wants every single one of his believers to be on. But I haven't, I haven't made it yet. I'm still not there. That's why I'm constantly pursuing. That's the heart of this ministry, desperately seeking Jesus, because we're in constant pursuit of the presence of the Lord, knowing that it's in his presence we're changed and transformed. Amen? He says that, um, but I am well on my way. So let that encourage you. Just the fact that you're in pursuit, you're well on your way. The Lord loves those who search after him and pursue him, amen? He says, reaching out for Christ, who has so wondrously reached out for me. So remember we talked about yesterday, James 4, 8, right? The drawing, right? But when we draw to him and he draws to us, there's something that happens in us. We begin to cleanse our hands, right? We, we repent of the double-mindedness, come on. Right? He says, friends, don't get me wrong. By no means do I count myself an expert in all of this, but I've got my eye on the goal where God is beckoning us onward. Do you not understand? He's beckoning us. He's calling us. That's our theme for this the weekend coming up in open heaven. He says, come up here. Come up here. There's somewhere that he wants us to go to. He doesn't say, stay right here. He says, come up here. (laughs) So we're on pursuit of the more. What's there? What is the up here? God, the heavenly realms, I want to go there with you. Right? He says, but I've got my eye on the goal where God is beckoning us onward to Jesus. I'm off and running. I'm not turning back. So let's keep focused on that goal those of us who want everything God has for us, if any of you have something else in mind, something less than total commitment, God will clear your blurred vision. Come on. You'll see it yet. Now that we're on the right track, let's stay on it. Come on. 
It goes on to say this, stick with me, friend. Keep track of those who you see running the same course, headed for the same goal. There are many out there taking other paths, choosing other goals, and trying to get you to go along with them. I've warned you of them many times, sadly, and I'm having to do it again. All they want is easy street. Oh, come on. Come on now. All they want is easy street. Because you see, when you go after the more of God, there's a cost. Guess what? You're on the line at 6 a.m. So there's a cost to this more. There's a cost to the going deeper. But some just want the easy street, amen? They hate Christ's cross, but easy street, but easy street is a dead-end street. Those who live there make their bellies their gods, belches, they are their praise, are the, all they can think of is their appetite. But there's far more to life for us. We're citizens of high heaven. We're waiting the arrival of the Savior, the Master, Jesus Christ, who will transform our earthly bodies into glorious bodies like his own. He'll make us beautiful and whole with the same powerful skill by which he is putting everything as it should be under and around him. Come on. Hallelujah. So be encouraged. Right? We haven't made it yet, but we're going towards the mark. We're pressing towards the mark. Come on. And one of the things that we have to do is we have to boast in the Lord, boast in the encounters. When you encounter the Lord, when you've gone deeper, when you've experienced the more, don't keep it to yourself. When you share it, others can step into that encounter. And that's something the Lord has always told me. He says, share your encounter. That's why I'm excited about the weekend at the conference. I'm sorry, at the, at the retreat. I'm excited about the conference, too. At the retreat, because many are going to share their open heaven encounter. And as they share it, then they're going to begin to invite each and every one of us into that same encounter with him. And I'm just excited about that. You see, Paul had a moment where he talks about an encounter that he had in Second Corinthians 12. And he says in this, he says that he had this vision, um, and, and the, the vision, he says that I know a man, but he's referring to himself. He says that who 14 years ago, whether in the body I do not know or out of the body I do not know, only God knows, such a man was caught up in the third heaven. So he begins to let them know that he knew of someone who had experienced this. He's actually speaking of himself. But he kind of talks about himself in the third person. And he says that he doesn't really know if it was in the body or out of the body, which tells me that this was a moment of encounter. Because when we have these moments of encounter, when we really just go deep with him, it's kind of like, are we awake? Are we sleeping? What's happening right now? But he says that this man was caught up in the third heaven. And we know that the third heaven is where God dwells, amen? There's actually different uh, realms, so not sure if you know that, and I would encourage you to look into that as you go after the more of God. There's different realms, but you see it's in the third heaven 
right? It's in the third heaven where God is. That's where his glory is. That's where the angels dwell around him, where I shared in Isaiah 6, where, what King, uh, uh, what Isaiah saw, that train filling the robe, the throne room, the holy of holies, that's in the third heaven, amen? And he says that, he says that I know that such man whether in the body or out of the body, I don't know. Only God knows was caught up with paradise, into paradise, and heard, listen, and heard inexpressible words which man is not permitted to speak, words too sacred to tell. On behalf of such a man and his experiences, I will boast, but in my own behalf I will not boast, except in regard to my weaknesses. If I wish to boast, I will not be foolish because I will be speaking the truth, but I from it so that no one will credit me with more than is justified. He sees in me or hears from me. So Paul is saying, I'm going to boast in the Lord. I'm going to boast about the fact that he encountered me. He caught me up into the third heaven, and he says he saw this, this paradise. He saw this heavenly realm, and I believe that's what the Lord wants to do for you. He wants you to get caught up in his presence. He wants you to get so caught up, but that's where you've got to come to the altar and dwell. Amen? And then when you have your encounter, share it. Share it, right? Share the open heaven moment that you had with the Lord. Amen? And revelation comes. You see, Paul says that some of the things that he has experienced and saw in that encounter, he can't even utter. He can't even speak those words. Oh, my gosh. Like, that's powerful. Because there are some things, trust me, that the Lord will show you, and you don't, it's not meant for you to share it. It's just meant for you to know. It's just meant for you. Right? So be mindful of that. You don't always have to cast your, your pearls. Okay? But there are moments when you have to say, Lord, can I share this? Can I, can I share this? And when you do, you allow others to step into the encounter with you, amen? So I want to give an opportunity, as I'm kind of talking about this now, I want to give an opportunity 